0: Terms and conditions apply. 5 years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
1: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
0: The Top Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having?
2: to a very special edition of hello from the other side not technically our opponents we're going to talk to but we've gone a little bit international um we are um joined it's a very special guest i've got to say by rafa rafa honigstein is that correct rafa am i right pronouncing like that
3: absolutely fine
2: (laughs) is um a, a journalist with the athletic bt sport and absolutely the totally show podcast um, all about football with James Richardson, I believe. So, um, have a listen to that. He's, he knows he's knows a thing or two. So, Rafa, thank you very much for joining us. Um, so, we're here to talk about Sheffield Wednesday's new appointment. Uh, obviously, we've seen all in, in the news, and he's had his press conference um, released last week on Friday. It's um, Danny, and please, please forgive me. Grohl, roll. roll. Is this is this right? Uh, is this because <laughs> this? Uh, among Sheffield, R- rapper's,
4: rappers' face, rappers' face tells me that that's not quite right. <laughs> getting
2: there, getting there. Rule, 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 rule. He's going to be called Danny the Man because I'm sure he's going to be uh, great. So, no <laughs> apologies to Danny about your um, pronunciation of his surname. But so obviously. A bit of an unknown Sheffield Wednesday fans, uh, Rafa, um, what, what did you what your initial thoughts of the appointment of obviously um, to Sheffield Wednesday, given obviously our, our post start to the season?
3: Yes, yeah, a really interesting one. Um, I don't know how aware you are, but Danny was already in the mix for the job in the summer. Uh, he was interviewed and I think he uh, left a big impression. And uh, when the managerial change came now, a few months later, they came back to him. And I think his determination and his his ambition to coach in England uh, made it uh, for him a really attractive proposition. And uh, now, of course, it is his first job as head coach. So that's a, a big step up, perhaps at a low level compared to his recent assistant jobs, especially think about Bayern Munich. Uh, but yeah. even the German national team, Leipzig before that. So it's going to be an interesting, I think, adjustment and learning curve for him uh, in a different language, in a different league. Uh, very unforgiving, the amount of games you have um, at that level. And that's going to be, yeah, a very interesting development to see how how well he can adjust and how, how well he'll do. He'll do.
2: I mean, it was obviously the 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 way that he has come into the club. Um, us Sheffield Wednesday fans, and I don't know how how far this reaches to obviously European football, but we do have a, a what we like to call a bit of a crazy owner. Um, he's he's not he's not the most stable owner with his footballing way he goes about it with managers and obviously how he runs the club and, and things like that. Um obviously Danny, he's he's, he's had a a chat with him in the summer, like you said about uh, the previous appointment, um, is how who who has worked with obviously as not as a manager as you say, like an assistant with previous owners and and technical football variants of football and things like that. Does he is he going to be able to cope with that? Do you know? I know it's a hard one for him for his first job.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a very different experience to working at places that are very stable. Um, I mean, Bayern Munich have a reputation for being also a very tricky club, but at least you kind of know how things go. And in his case, it uh, really had nothing to do with him, but the fact that Hansi Flick, who was the head coach, uh, fell out with the sports director, Hassan Salihamidzic, And then with the Germany job coming up, it was seen as a, as a good way to to move on. Uh, For all parties, really. Um, It's going to be key for him, I think, learning how to manage not just the players, but the people above him. Um, Not something he's used to, not something he ever ever had to do. Uh, As you said, I think, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, um, things are slightly unusual. Um, (laughs) It's been described to me as a very tricky mission. mission. Um, And i think that perhaps reflects the appetite of risk on both uh, on behalf of both parties i think um the fact that they uh, sheffield decided to go for a head coach without any previous experience um shows that perhaps not in the best position to recruit big names yeah. um at the same time uh, danny knows probably about the risks of taking the job but because it's his first step up he was willing to take that thinking that he can manage that and that the challenge and the um the opportunity outweighs outweighs the downsides and the risk but it is going to be uh, a tricky tricky one i don't know you you might have more of an idea i don't know how much autonomy he will have when it comes to having his wishes in the transfer market being adhered to um (laughs) you have to make do with other people putting their players in, or can he really influence things? Um, all these things I think we'll have to to figure out, because if there's one thing that history has taught, maybe not so much him, but me as an observer, is that uh, a little bit when people get together for the first time and in maybe romantic circumstances or uh, in, a, in a more straightforward business relationship, a lot of promises are being made, and whether they're being kept further down the line is is often a different issue. And I hope for him that he'll be given every opportunity to succeed.
4: I think that's a a really interesting one, isn't it? Because um, the circumstances that he's come into the club um, have given him a lot of good grace with the fan base. And I, for one, have been really excited um, about the appointment because it's a, a real departure from where we've been previously uh, with different with managerial appointments uh, under the current chairman. Uh, I think this this one is really good. It's really one that really excites me based on his reputation, but his reputation is one for relative novices to, to, towards him pro, uh, as, as myself and Ash, and people at uh, the Sheffield Wednesday fan base are. You, you, we look at it and he's got a pedigree of working at Leipzig. He's got a pedigree of working at Munich in ger- with the German national team. Um, I just wanted to sort of pull at that a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering what sort of profile he had in Germany. Um, was he held in high regard before he, he came to England? Obviously off the back of a German um, national team uh, sort of assistant manager managerial position there. Um, did that increase his stock a little bit or um, is he does he remain a bit of an unknown quantity in, uh, on home shores?
3: No, I think when he became... <clears throat> assistant coach to Flick at the German national team, then a lot more attention was paid to him at Bayern. Flick was the story, you know, he came in, he took over from, from Niko Kovac and then went on to win everything. And, and uh, of course, people in the know realized and understood what an impact Danny had behind the scenes, but it's not something that really entered sort of public consciousness to, to a great extent. When he became, um, assistant manager in Germany, I think he was a bit more open, there were a few more interviews being done, a few more profiles on him and people learned that uh, he was an interesting person in his own right um, it's very curious and very interesting that in the Amazon documentary about the Germany failure really at the World Cup he is hardly featured, I think he's only got about 10 seconds in the whole documentary and I think initially he might have been a little bit upset about being sort of on the sidelines but because Germany did so badly and the documentary really exposed Hansi Flick as somebody who had a real problem connecting with his players um, and uh, and p- quite a p- poor communicator. I think Dani came out as one of the or came out with, with more credit almost or at least he wasn't tainted with the same brush as others so I think it yeah. worked very much in his favor that he was still in the shadows in that respect. It's um, it, it's now, interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. I was just going to say it's
4: interesting that you you sort of say that because one of the the major sound sound bites one of the, the the questions was around his age and um in his first press conference one of the, the local journalists in England um sort of asked how he would feel about managing and um, players uh, that are either older than him that we have or of a similar age to him. And he went back and talked about his relationships and his ability to manage uh, big players. And the, the names that he referenced were Manuel Neuer and uh, Lewandowski. And you think well, for a team like Sheffield Wednesday, when you know the biggest name that we've had is we do respect somebody who's probably played a little bit of international football in. In Scotland, um, we're, we're talking about levels, aren't we? So um, it seems to me that he's, he, he feels comfortable managing big names, which is, is really encouraging.
3: Yeah, I think he does. And I think he relates to players, obviously, on a different level. I think as an assistant coach, you have a different dynamic. You can be, probably afford to be uh, friendlier and, uh, and nice to everyone the whole time as opposed to the head coach who has to take Mm. difficult decisions. So again, I think it's going to be a change for him. But of course, if you can talk effectively and uh, get your ideas across to the likes of Manuel Neuer and Lewandowski, who are well in their mid-30s, then why shouldn't you be able to do that with young players or with players even of a similar age who um, ultimately, I think, don't really care about the age of a coach but whether he can help them perform well and help them win? And um, as an assistant coach, I think Danny has enough experience and enough success to be given the chance. But, of course, now it's a sink or swim situation at a difficult club in difficult circumstances. And I come back to the earlier point. I think there's a reason why both parties went for sort of a risky option because uh, they don't necessarily have the pick of more secure surefire wins. Um, he wasn't able to go into a Premier League club just yet. Uh, and Wednesday weren't able to go for a proven winner who's already done it, you know, has been already promoted three or four times or or what have you. So um, there's a kind of a match here, but we're just left to see if that works out in, in reality.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, on his... Style of play or how his philosophy and and theories about football will he will he have picked those up with the managers he's worked under or do you think he's going to have his own set out sh- strict way of of, he, of how he wants his team to play? Um, we saw uh, the previous manager; um, he didn't really seem to have any, not an idea, but any sort of uh, philosophy or us as fans didn't no identity to see how he wanted the players to play. So I'm just thinking, obviously, would Danny coming in, working under like the managers you've you've spoke about, um, would he be taking to advance that into his own sort of theory and way he wants? Or is he he going to take, no, I'm just going to do it my own way. It's a totally new way of thinking. It's my chance. I'm Danny. I'm going to impart what I think onto these players.
3: Well, I think every manager has its own ideas, um, has their own ideas. But of course, he would have been influenced by the Red Bull uh, group of football when he was there uh, with Hasenhütel for a long time and before that at Leipzig. Um, He would be influenced also by um, a slightly evolved version of that game at Bayern, where they were also pressing very hard, but of course they also had a lot of possession, so needed to have solution in possession That's something that he also tried to work with uh, in the German national team. Um, I don't think you want to become a head coach as desperately as he has been without having very strong ideas of your own. Otherwise, if you're just prepared to follow somebody else's ideas, you can have a very comfortable life as a number two and uh, just continue with wherever Flick's next job is or sign up with with some other people from the same vicinity of coaches. But um, the fact that he was really so eager to coach himself, which suggests to me that he has very strong ideas of his own now, is too early to tell, I think, how they're going to look. I think every coach has to initially at least compromise between their ideal, their vision, and the players that he has and what they can and cannot do there's no point to play pressing football with players who are not used to it, who don't want to play it, who are too slow to play it. Um, There's also no point playing possession football with players who are much happier um, playing direct football and are not comfortable playing out from the back. So all these things need to have to be kind of negotiated, if you will. And uh, he has to do all that while winning. And that's sort of the art, Uh, you know, you, you, have to deliver results before all the pieces are in place. the more results you deliver the more then you'll be trusted to put the pieces in place and have more success going forward. So that that is the uh, that's the art of coaching and it's not going to be straightforward. Um, as I said I think we shouldn't underestimate that it's a's first job but also in a new league. Um, even I think the difference between championship and Premier League is going to be pretty stark. Um, starting with the ma- amount of games and how they're being refereed and the kind of talent and kind of opposition that you come up against and you'll have to get used to all of that very quickly without any time for a uh, pre-season without any winter break uh, unlike in Germany where you can sort of make some adjustments so it's going to be an interesting ride I think.
4: Do you Do you think that he has the the skill set and the ability to do that based on what you've seen of him working with teams previously. And it encourages me to the the things that I've heard and the things that you've said there around um, an understanding that we're not going to go and play a pressing game of football if we haven't got the personnel to do it or if it means that we have to go long and direct. And we, we, we recorded the other night and I actually said that I don't think necessarily that we'll see wholesale changes on Saturday in, in his first game. I think he will have had a look at um how we've been setting up and where we've played well and I'll have a look at the personnel that he's got and I think he will tailor his approach to the team rather than saying we want to get this player playing in this style because that's how I believe it's going to be. Um, do you think he's going to be capable of sort of working with the players that he's got at the moment or is he going to try and change their their, their sort of style of approach?
3: I think it's very difficult to answer because um I think he strikes me as a as a realistic, and pragmatic, uh, coach in that respect. But he might come up with some left field ideas, um, put players in different positions, think outside the box, and stay true to his system and his philosophy. It's not a word I really like to use, but you know his his style of play, shall we say, and um, even perhaps at the cost of having one or two players who are otherwise important. Uh, who might not be able to play that way. Um, it's very hard to to predict which yeah. way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Where I think the more fact, perhaps interesting and kind of crunch um, of the matter, the crux of the matter is, is can he be an effective sort of figurehead? I think in English football, because the manager speaks all the time and you don't really hear from anyone else at the club uh, it's all on him. It's all on him in the press conferences or every single day, every three or four days, another press conference. Um, you have to lead. You have to be very charismatic, very forceful. Um, as a former number two, I think that's going to be very new to him to be so exposed and to mm. be at the call face.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well.
0: We all know away days are min, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For
3: more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. ...face of everything. And uh, that's where I have no way of knowing whether he's cut out for doing that. He, having met him, having talked to him, Um, clearly has a burning desire to coach, burning desire to win, um, feels he can do all these things, but we're yet to see him do it. And that's where I think um, some of the challenges for him might lie. I think technically, tactically in terms of the know-how, it's all there, but coaching isn't just that. Ah. It's also man management. It's also... As we said earlier, managing the people above you um, and having sort of the force of personality to see through difficult moments and fight some fights that need to be be won when it comes to recruitment, when it comes to how you should train, when it comes to his idea of play. Maybe some people in the club, maybe some people in the dressing room don't like it. All of these, I think, are issues that need to be resolved and uh, we just don't know yet which way it's going to go.
2: And it's quite quite interesting what you said about, obviously, um, that some players may need to be, um, I was going to say sideline, but that's not the quite, but uh, ha- having to be put into different positions and, and probably not in playing as much as as they expect to, because we have got a, there is a core number of Sheffield Wednesday players that have been at the club quite a while that have been very important to the club in the last few years. Uh, you like Barry Bannon, Liam Palmer, um uh, <laughs> Stevie's favourite player, Liam Palmer, so I should have said that, uh, that have been there a while and, and may have to just step aside and and not play the roles that they've done. And and it's quite interesting to hear you say that it, it, you believe he's not going to be scared of making them decisions as well.
3: I'm, I'm just speculating here, really, yeah. because... I would assume, um, without having uh, first-hand knowledge of what went down, but I would assume that he would have done some really uh, thorough uh, due diligence on the squad and decided who's going to play the way I want them to play. Do I have to change because of the squad? Do I have to adjust my ideas? Do I just compromise until the winter break and then hope to sign one or two key players that make a big difference to me? I am um, I would sort of be 90, 90, 99% certain that these would have been the sort of conversations that uh, would have happened during the interview process because as much as he wants to coach and as much as he would have jumped at the opportunity, I think he also interviewed the club at the same time. He wanted to make sure, um, I believe, that he could do what he wanted to do with his team, with his club. And am uh, not necessarily talking about assurances, but I'm talking about um, really looking at the squad and thinking, you know, can I do better than than my predecessor? Is there quality that is untapped? Can I, by making a few changes, get more out of this team? And I'm sure he wouldn't have gone into this blindly, thinking oh, everything's going to be fine. He would have had some some very deep thoughts on how to improve things. And um, that's that's just the way he is. That's the way he works. So that makes me pretty confident that he will have, uh, yeah, one, perhaps even two plans of how things can improve quite quickly.
2: It, it was quite interesting for to listen to him say that uh, for his backroom team, he is going to bring in four uh, German um, coaches to work aside, but also an experienced mm-hmm. Englishman. Or an experienced guy from the English leagues, and um, it's, it's quite quite refreshing that he's obviously going to bring his his team in, but also recognises that there is some learning for him and his backroom team to do, and having an experienced um, guy at the side of him in his mm-hmm. team is going to help him, and that's that's good for us um, fans to hear that to, to to be able to hear that, and I think uh, speaking not speaking for everybody, but the initial first few days of being at the club already, he, he really has, like Stevie said earlier, put a bit of, uh, yeah, a bit more, oh, I don't know what to say, thought optimism. and optimism. Optimism, yeah, very much so. Yeah, optimism into obviously what has been a pretty pretty poor start to the season. Um, is is there any, I don't, I don't know, is there, is there any obviously former coaches he's worked with that you know of that would be, um up to that task to come with him or or he's worked with people before do you, do you know of in Germany if there's any sort of talk around that or or will there just be the left field really out of nowhere sort of
3: coaches? no it, it will it will people it will be people he's worked with before that he at least, or or knows quite closely i think um no appointment has been made officially right right. Of the head, I think the head. The,
4: the, 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 there was an announcement. Is it
3: Sasha Lenz? Sasha Lenz, Sasha Lenz yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, yeah not a coach. he's a it's
4: performance an analysis or a performance analysis, yeah, yeah, psychologist, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. psychologist really. Yeah, so, oh, psychologist, all right, That's good, yeah. Hmm. Um, he, I think there's some issues around the um, um work permits possibly because it takes a bit of time to bring people in from germany um Mm -hmm. they need to uh clear the fa rules for for um effectively giving an exception because uh, when you come in uh, as a german coach or even as a assistant coach um, you don't get a work permit immediately you will have to first um then sort of get kind of an exemption from via the fa who says okay you're so good that we we recommend that the home office will give you a work permit and that can take a bit of time um so now i think there will be people that he knows and i think it reflects two things one i think especially for a new coach for a new head coach he needs to have people around him that he fully trusts Mm Um, he doesn't want to be all alone in a foreign country at a, in a strange league without having people around him who knows he can absolutely rely on. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be reflected in his appointments. Mm-hmm. But as you said, the idea of bringing in somebody with local knowledge also suggests that he knows that there are some things that um, you, need to, you need somebody else to, to help you with, whether it comes to speaking to the players um, he would have never talked to players of this level. Um, you know, they, they have different needs. They might have different ideas of professionalism compared to <laughs> Rob Levin. <Levin-Losley. laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure they are. It. I'm just guessing. <laughs> um, so all these things, I think, show you, without knowing the names, that he is very careful and very considerate and understand sort of what, what he needs to make this a success. And uh, that, that for me, is a very good sign.
4: I'm just, I, I'm curious, and forgive me, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this or not, but it'd be remiss of me if I didn't ask. We have, um, in, in in the Championship, the, the playing squad is capped at 25. Now, we've got 24 players registered uh, at the moment, with one who we know who is going to be that 25th man who's somebody who's been out on his ear basically for the 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 majority of the season he's come back into the training fold this week under under danny um it doesn't leave a lot of movement in terms of the squad in terms of making any sort of sudden changes or overhauls to to what we've got he's dealing with what he's dealing with obviously because he can't bring any free agents and he can't make any signings for the next couple of months has he ever had any sort of dealings or coaching sort of reputation with working with younger players, players from the youth team? Because we can bring uh, members of our under twenty one squad into the into the sort of the the, the the squad on match days and so forth. Just wondering if he had any sort of reputation for, for working with younger players.
3: Not really, but I think that's. Less to do with him, but the clubs he worked with. Um, mm. Both Bayern and Leipzig um, don't tend to bring in through a lot of their own players from the youth team. Um, Leipzig have a reputation for buying fantastic <clears throat> players, um, from France, from Hungary, from uh, you know, all over the place, Croatia, and then making them into top class players. And um, over the years since they've been to the Bundesliga, I think you can count the number of players that have come from the old through through the youth setup. Uh, not even on one hand, because um, I think it's none, um, or perhaps one. And it's the same with Bayern uh, when he was there. Alfonso Davis came through, but Davis yeah. was not really a product of the youth team. He was bought mm-hmm. from Canada, and then uh, after sort of a, a few months with the second team, was promoted and was an immediate success. Uh, But that process had started under the previous manager. And so I couldn't really tell you that uh, he has a specific tendency or experience with young players because the clubs, of course, the German national team in many ways is the same. You don't tend to get a lot of young players in the national team either. I think, I think, to be
4: honest with you, I think that, that question, the question I've posed there is probably more for our listeners and the people that are speculating than it is for you because I think a lot of people will be coming in going, we've got a new manager, um, we need to be drawing on. We, we For example, we've got a striker um, who's scored 10 goals for the youth team and there's a, a major clamour at the moment to put him straight into the first team and the fact that we've got a new manager that will have a look at him, um, it may dispel any sort of beliefs or expectations that he's suddenly going to start flooding our first team with players from the youth team if he doesn't have form for doing it. So, again, I I think that's probably a question that I've asked to sort of bring up the topic rather than getting the answer, if you you know what I mean. Yeah,
3: but I I wouldn't, you know, I mean, we shouldn't really uh, make any judgment on what happened before because Mm -hmm. it wasn't down to him that these youth players didn't (laughs) advance from Bayern and Leipzig. Mm -hmm. And um, even if they had, uh, it'd be questionable just how much that was down to him either because he's the assist- he was the assistant coach, yeah, and that's really his remit to um, you know to decide who's going to go up and down uh, from from the B team. So, but I think, and this is perhaps more relevant, I think he'd be open enough, and being a young manager himself, to look beyond experience and will judge people on merit, and if he feels that somebody is ready. Um, he strikes me as the kind of guy that is not gonna have very strict ideas of you know what you have to do before you can earn your right to play in the first team or whatever. So, I think he's gonna look at it in a very fair and fresh way, and, I, and that's the only thing I can really say with any degree of, uh, of certainty.
2: And that, thank, thank you very much for the insight, Rafa. I mean. On, on we're gonna we're gonna let you go because we've taken up enough of your time and, and thank you very much but um just uh just a final word from yourself and it's I, I am so I'm so sure that you you do want him to do the best and and obviously thing um it, it's gonna be hard for him um as an overview the club are not very stable off the pitch so or on it at the minute so hopefully he's gonna bring some stability um not the previous manager, but the one before Darren Moore. He really did have an affinity with the fans, and I think for a kickoff, uh, Danny from his his press releases and what he said, I think 99 percent of the fans are all behind him. Um, it's it's a it's an appointment that's like I said got us excited. It's really out of the blue. Uh, I, I don't think any Sheffield Wednesday fan would have would have really known who Danny was before this. Um, like you said, he, he he did the interview in the summer. Missed out, obviously. Obviously, in hindsight, he should have got the job. We should have, he should have had a summer <laughs> <laughs> and signed and eleven more matches at the start of the season. But um, he's not. And um, thank thank you very much for the insight, joining us, and, and telling us a little bit about him. Because, like I say, it was unknown to us. Um, really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very much for joining
3: us. Um, pleasure. I thought you were going to ask me one more question there.
2: Um, I've You probably will.
4: Have I've got go Yeah, just just I, to sort of. The, 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 I I thought it was going to go where I'm going to go now. The the, the I, summary uh, over overall. Um, I, I didn't want to ask I, that. <laughs> overall, I, I, I'm going to word it in a in a more diplomatic way. As Wednesday's as a fan base, have we got more reason to be optimistic than we have to be worried, or do you think do you think he's going to be a success? If you were a betting man, do you think how do you think it's going to play out for him?
3: Uh, there's too many unknowns for me to put a bet on this. Um, what I do know is that he he's a good coach. Um, I don't know how good he is as a head coach. Maybe he himself needs to find that out. Um, but for me, the bigger issue is, is the club, really. Yeah. Because I think one or two things can happen. One is that you come to a club um, that doesn't have a lot of sporting competence and uh, as a new head coach, correct you know, correct yeah <laughs> as a new head coach um you might want to have these people around you you know you people that you can rely on in the transfer window people that you can rely on uh, for a bit of advice because they've they've been in charge in a position like that and have run clubs for 20 years in the championship or or above and and know everything about you know, the, the things that are sort of not on the paper, that not written down, but the things you need to know. And if you don't have that, uh, you might struggle. You might struggle even though you're a great manager, but you might struggle because you just don't get enough backing, don't get enough input from the people above you. And I think that is the big danger at a club like this. There's also, though, a big chance, because if you emerge into this void, if you will, and get the right results, then suddenly you'll get a lot of power, and then you'll be in a position. Unlike, let's say, in Germany, where clubs are much more structured in terms of uh, many different layers of of decision makers, um, you're in a situation that you might have more power than ever before, yeah. and you'll be able to make a lot more decisions that you would be otherwise at clubs that have a strong CEO that have a strong sporting director that have a strong technical director or squad planner or whatever their the role um, is called. So it also offers a tremendous opportunity, um, but it's, it's a big risk at the same time. I don't know enough about Sheffield Wednesday and the squad, to be perfectly honest with you, to give you a, a strong prediction of what I think will happen. Um, I just think that he's going to try his best I think tactically he's very good. I think he's a very good coach when it comes to reading games, understanding um, what needs to be done on a training pitch. But whether that all translates into a stable environment conducive to success, you'll know more than me.
2: And I know the answer to that.
4: <laughs> I, 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 I think... You know, to bring it full circle, I think we start the conversation talking about how excited the majority of the fan base were. Um, I'm excited because I see what young, dynamic, progressive, albeit pragmatic coaches have done in the Championship over the last couple of years. And I would rather that. And you're absolutely right. You know, they're, they're, we're, we're such an unknown quantity at this level for various reasons. The fact that we've got somebody like him coming in gives me more reason to be optimistic. And I'm excited about how he's going to attempt to get this football team playing. And it's 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 for, for, for me, I believe I speak for for, for many others. Um I think it's one of the best appointments that we've made, certainly under this chairman. Uh but as a coach, as somebody who's a figurehead for the for, for for managing the team, I think he's he's the the most exciting prospect we've had in a in a almost a generation. So I'm really looking forward to it.
3: Okay, well best of luck.
4: Thank you very much. We're,
2: we're gonna need it. Thank you very much. Um, like I said, we are we are we're, we're bottom of the league, and I just just want us just to not get relegated and let him have a full full summer, full transfer, and we'll get there. That's what we will. But once again, thank you very much for joining us. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been hello from the other side international special, um, talking all about Danny. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule sorry Roo. 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 thank you rafa thank you very much for joining us. has it he's got it oh no <laughs> that's it now we'll click that one for, for that. thank you very much everyone for listening and um, we'll speak to you real soon and uh it's been a pleasure thank you very much
0: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. lubosh Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later.